I've got a very, very special guest on the show today. Anyway, she needs no introduction. She's my wife's, one of her best friends and one of her dearest cousins. Her name is Deborah Shaheen. Actually, this girl was actually dedicated to the Lord by my parents many years ago. And now she lives with her precious family in Germany. Uh, she could take the floor, let the world know what she wants the world to know about her, why she loves music, and then we shall get started. Miss Debbie, go ahead. Wow, thank you for that lovely introduction. Like Josiah mentioned, my name is Deborah Shaheen, but I usually go by the name of Debbie, and I live in a small town in Germany called Lea. It is tiny, but it is a beautiful town. My love of music, well, I come from a very musical background. My parents love music. They love worshiping the Lord. And I kind of just fell in love with music as a baby already. And I love everything about music from instruments to the lyrics, how much effort and work it takes to make a good, beautiful song. And I just love everything about it. We are actually going to do mainstream versus kingdom pop kings today for the first time and this is only for the sake of saving one of debbie's best for last zane at the end we won't mention what song until the end she probably already knows which one though we're gonna be doing team mainstream against team kingdom you know once again our audience knows this format of the show is each round is a different artist and each point either goes to team mainstream or team kingdom so let's get it started we're gonna go with round number one and you know you cannot do a pop king show unless you have the true king of pop according to the world which is michael jackson and this is rock with you here we go Uh-huh. 
Rock With You by Michael Jackson up against Love Liberty Disco by Newsboys. Here we go. Love Liberty Disco by Newsboys, and that's going up against 
Rock With You by Michael Jackson. I gotta give a major, major round of applause to Newsboys. The, that's the old school with uh, Peter Furler led the band before Michael Tate from DC Talk replaced him. But Peter Furler to this day, and no disrespect to Michael Tate, I love him, amazing vocalist. But as far as the Newsboys style and sound go, for me, Peter Furler was the perfect frontman. He gave the Newsboys their own sound. It was so throwback and yet so current at the same time and he was really something special even lyrically as well with his songwriting ability so i gotta admit that is like the closest thing i've heard to a michael jackson track from any of the kingdom songs i've heard to this day that is so in sync with a song like rock with you and so on point that it might be one of few kingdom songs that you can actually put toe to toe or even top rock with you by michael jackson so that could be a forever debate but to be honest with you i was actually feeling love liberty disco a tad bit more than i was feeling rock with you not to say that rock with you is not a classic that's one of my all-time favorite mj songs to this day but I got a much happier, groovier feeling from Love Liberty Disco for some reason. MJ has this double metaphor now, which I still love listening to him to this day, but because of the way he went on, it's also kind of bittersweet to listen to him, as opposed to someone who gave their heart to the Lord and actually did the right thing with their music, like Newsboys and Peter Furler. So I'm actually, I don't know if that's justifiable reasons, but I'm actually going to give that to Love Liberty Disco by Newsboys. I know people will crucify me for that saying how dare you insult the king of pop but that's just what i felt in the moment so song for song i'll give it to newsboys what about you debbie yeah i gotta say i absolutely agree with you i mean mj he is king we all love him no disrespect to him or anything but you know how i determine whether or not i like a song is if it can make me move you know exactly and sitting here and you can't see me but I was seriously just grooving out to Love Liberty Disco. And I was also rocking out to Rock With You. But Love Liberty Disco, it just had something in it that just made me want to get up and get my groove on. I love the intro. I love the, the electric guitar. The end, I think it was like in the last minute. And they both had like these choir elements in them. But I just felt like Love Liberty Disco, it had something more. Like the song, it was just a tad more powerful it was just drawing me in you know and that's what was missing with rock with you so i absolutely agree with you and also if you ever get the chance please look up the music video for that song as well as one of the hottest music videos of for christian music back in the 90s definitely hands down that's a unanimous win for team kingdom on this one so team kingdom got one point and that is a huge accomplishment for me as a radio dj to get a point over mj no bragging i'm just saying let's get into round number two we're gonna start with Kristen Gray featuring B. Wright, and the song is called Light On. Here we go. I'll be coming home late, baby, please leave a light on. Don't you worry about a thing, I've been working all night long. I'll be coming home late, baby, please leave a light on. Ain't no simple way that we can make it All these little things we gotta do Whatever the cost, we gotta pay it And we can't be afraid to make a move So I'm on the road again mm, Even though I'm way out there You should know that I'm thinking about you Got the day 
to you Kristen Gray featuring B. Rife, and that's gonna go up against Mr. JT with Still on My Brain. Just how you feel, girl 
Still on My Brain by Justin Timberlake, and that's up against Light On by Kristen Gray featuring B. Wright. Both got that classic R&B snap your fingers vibe to it, but to be completely honest with you, Still on My Brain is a nice throwback. Justin never lets me down when it comes to amazing falsetto with no auto-tune. By the way, just as a bonus note, I got to work with in studio with one of the guys who got to do a background check on the 2020 Experience album with Justin Timberlake. And when he sat down with his production team, did you know that on the entire 2020 Experience album, Justin produced all his own vocals and used no auto-tune? That's crazy, right? On Still On My Brain, that's a throwback track from Justified, the record right after the breakup with Britney Spears, which gave us the classic Cry Me A River. Light On with Kristen Gray and B. Rife. Oh my goodness. Once again, Team Kingdom has done it for me in the sense where not only did it make me relax, vibe, and enjoy the powerful lyrics of the struggle of being an artist with trying to balance a family life and rushing way home so that letting the wife know and the daughter know that I want to be with y'all. At the same time, it made me snap and dance too, surprisingly, because of how low-key that song is. It has a snappy vibe to it that you can't help but move to as well. Maybe amplifying on Debbie's point from the last time, I'm going to have to give it to Light On by Kristen Gray and B. Wright. What about you, Debbie? Same here. Still on my brain, it was amazing, but I kept waiting for the climax. I kept waiting like, okay, okay, it's coming. It's like, you just had to like wait the whole time for the climax. I just felt it was like steady and on and on like one level throughout the whole song and then like shortly before the end that's when it just like he brought out his falsetto and started like showing his moves but I felt like just because it was so far at the end that my opinion had already been made before that like when I listen to a song I listen to you know if I'm listening it to the first for the first time I listen to like the first one and a half minute and if that song hasn't convinced me and it hasn't got me hooked then it is hard for me to like get hooked afterwards you know what I mean but maybe that's just me but that's just how it is with light on it started and I was like so into it and 
I loved, like, he had some minor falsettos there as well. But, like, throughout the whole song, I was, I was with him, you know? I was grooving, I was listening to him, I was really paying attention to his voice, and it just immediately got me hooked. Whereas, with Still On My Brain, it took almost the whole song for me to be like, oh, not bad, you know? And I love Justin Timberlake, but this song, it just wasn't as good as Light On. I love how you said Justin Timberlake because that's like his best producer, but it's actually Justin Timberlake. But I would easily rename them Justin Timberlake because me and fans of him in the past have constantly said they should like buy, not to be gay, but they should buy like marriage vows together because like I cannot picture a Justin Timberlake album without Timberland's production. Like those two create some major, Absolutely. major chemistry and major hits. Him and then also Justin and Pharrell are classics too. That is another Kingdom win. I'm so happy. I'm doing such a good job as a DJ today. I'm only saying it because Debbie's not saying it. Anyway, so we're going to get into the next round. And the one I've been waiting for, my all-time favorite, Justin Bieber. And this is his dedication to his mother, Patty Millette, Mother's Day dedication. Turn to you. Here we go. You work two jobs to keep a roof up over our head. You chose life for me. No, you never gave up. I admire you for the strength you've instilled in me. You were so young You were just my age when you had me Mom, you were so brave There was nothing gonna stop but getting away And I know You will always be there for me So when you're lost and you're tired When you're broken in two Let my love take you higher Cause I, I still turn to you
And JB would turn to you. I consider that one of his most underrated songs. Up against Beyond Me by Toby Mac. Here we go. Call it a reason to retreat. I got some dreams that are bigger than me. I might be outmatched, outsized, the underdog in the fight of my life. Is it so crazy to believe? That you gave me the stars, put them out of my reach Call me the waters a little too deep Oh, I've never been so aware of my need You keep on making me see It's way beyond me It's way beyond me Trading it all for the plans you got Is this so crazy to believe That you gave me the stars Put them out of my reach Call me the waters a little too deep Oh, I've never been so aware of my need Yeah, you keep on making me see It's way beyond me Toby Mac up against Turn to You by Justin Bieber. The song Turn to You came out right before Believe came out on Mother's Day in 2012. And I still think that's one of his most underrated songs because I love that song so much. And also, I love how he threw in a piece of his mother's testimony in there because not a lot of artists would go that far to tell a backstory on their parents' salvation experience. Because, believe it or not, as we all know, a lot of mainstream artists actually started off in the church. 
and kind of slipped into the world over time because either they felt that the church did not accept their gift the way that they should, or they just felt like Christian music was not open enough to their style of music. So unfortunately, we've lost a few good ones here and there, but thankfully we're having a lot of Kingdom artists over the years that have stood their ground and made just as amazing music as the mainstream and yet continue to keep their heart to Christ. All that being said, Beyond Me was kind of the radio single that was put forth before that this is not a test album. And actually, the first time I heard it, I did not like it, to be honest with you. Judging from my history on Toby Mac, I expect him to be a far more diverse artist. And that, for me, played it too safe for Toby Mac standards. But as part of the entire album, I see, and when I hear the song over and over again, now I see how special the tone of that song is, even though it's very light and low-key at the same time it's so meaningful now turn to you i found a very deep song for justin i found that a very special dedicating to dedication to his mother i remember one time a mother commented on his song and said you see that's how you write a song to your mother i love both songs production on both was amazing every time i think toby mac is done He just surprises me again. And to be at 50 years old singing like that with the voice of like a 20-year-old still is amazing to me. That's what music can do to you. Music is one of the only careers out there you could do it till the day you die and still feel just as rejuvenated or just as young. Except for some pop or rock stars that seem to never retire, like maybe the Rolling Stones or something. But I don't know. Toby, you've done it again. I love you. Justin, you've done it again. I love you. I have to go positive tie on this one. What about you, Debbie? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with with you again i just can't decide um turn to you it is just so personal and it's as if you know he's sitting with his mother and he's just telling her of what a great job she's done and how he is so proud of her because i mean like he said in the beginning of his song that she worked two jobs you know to just keep them going and everything and how much effort and love she put into her relationship with her son and i just find that song so personal and both songs have like the guitar dominating it's like the dominating instrument but beyond me there was just something about it and toby mac oh my goodness i have been listening to toby mac since i was a little girl So, um, I absolutely agree with you. He just keeps making such amazing music. And God has honestly blessed him abundantly in that aspect. He, like, never gets boring. Like, I could go back and listen to his first albums or something, and I would still rock out to them because they're just so amazing. And they're both such amazing artists and both songs. You know, they really touched me. I'm going to go with a positive tie. Major round of applause to both artists. Of course, you know me. I always brag about my Bieber fever. I've had it since college, and I've never lost it. I did have my doubts that he was going in the wrong direction for quite some time, but I still never gave up on him like so many others did. Because if every artist gave up on an artist just when things were going down, then I don't think we'd have much real people in the world. And thankfully... He did have a sad turnaround. I wasn't endorsing anything he was doing, but I just thank God that he didn't become a Miley Cyrus. I hope not. Yes. But anyway. Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, no disrespect to Miley, but I mean, come on. Uh, riding a, a balloon penis on your concert? I mean, come on. All right, it is a PG-13 show, so I can say whatever I want except the F word. It's a positive tie, meaning no result, so it's still two up to the kingdom. We're going to get into the next round. Here we go, and we're going to start with 
My favorite praise and worship leader, Israel Hilton, and this is Yahweh the Lifter.
by the way, that wasn't a skipping track. That was done on purpose in the studio. Yahweh the Lifter by Israel Houghton. And that is up against Bruno Mars with Locked Out of Heaven.
Locked Out of Heaven by Bruno Mars. The perfect song to make Debbie jealous of me and my wife, and I dedicate it to Christina. Up against <laughs> Yahweh the Lifter by Israel Hilton. If you know how much sexual references we use in conversation, then you'll get that joke. I don't want to make the show too R-rated, so I'll keep it PG-13. You want to know something? I know the world might hate me for this, but probably they might even applause me for this. I think that Bruno Mars is straight up copying Israel Houghton. It's a straight up copy of what Israel Houghton has been doing for years. Like, Locked Out of Heaven, you take that melody, the instrumentation, and put it to a praise and worship song, it sounds identical to almost any of Israel Houghton's praise and worship songs. I don't know if Bruno Mars has even heard Israel Houghton, to be quite frank with you, if they're just two people with the same amount of talent. Don't disrespect, Bruno Mars, in my opinion, had the best halftime performance I've seen in my life so far, albeit may, may not have been as grandiose with the colors and the choreography, but Bruno Mars was the ultimate star. He made that halftime show shine. So, And by the way, Uptown Funk, Thinking Out Loud, I think those two songs definitely deserve the Song of the Year awards that they received. To be honest, Locked Out of Heaven is an amazing melody, amazing song, but I can't help but think of everything Israel Houghton has done every time I hear it. I think there was a brighter vibe with the background vocals. I liked how it was more focused on Bruno Mars vocals in Locked Out of Heaven because that's how I think Israel Houghton could pull off studio records because I think I would love to have a studio version of all Israel's live records and that would prove my point point. and that could go toe-to-toe with anything Bruno Mars has ever done. To be honest, the vibe, the instrumentation and variety, I love Locked Out of Heaven, don't get me wrong, and actually I hated it for the first few times it came out but for some reason it grew on me over time i saw it now it makes sense it always made sense to me why it was a hit but every time i heard like the israel type of sound into it i was like okay now it even makes more sense but because i think israel has been doing it for way longer than bruno has it i don't know if that's being biased or not i'm gonna give it to israel what about you debbie this is a hard one this is i think the hardest decision you know the title yahweh the lifter the title is complete like you think of a completely different sound yeah. than what you got like just looking at the title if i saw it like on you a thought like a slow you would have thought like a slow jewish messianic worship song right absolutely not what i heard you would never put yahweh and the word funk in the same sentence absolutely i that is the last thing that would have like come to mind yeah. and so for me that was a big surprise and i i love that song i have to admit i loved it but for me I'm gonna go have I'm gonna go with Bruno. Oh nice. Just because I know Locked Out of Heaven, I don't know, the complete album, Unorthodox Jukebox. I I got that album. I got it for my birthday and I listened to it nonstop. And Locked Out of Heaven, it is just amazing. I don't know what it is about the song or because it's just Bruno that made me love it, but I just loved Locked Out of Heaven everything that you said i do agree with it like it may be so that bruno mars may have songs music or ideas and talent that i uh, israel has but i'm gonna go with bruno just because i just absolutely love that song i love everything about it and for those again who don't understand my point and i'll even encourage debbie but please go back into israel houghton's catalog and you'll see why like why is this guy of course, he's still all over the map, but why, compared to Bruno sometimes, does he get a little underrated? Or, in some rights, I, f- I still feel like he gets the right attention he deserves. So I just feel like they should be seen on the same level. Unfortunately, though, for some reason, every time 
we've had a Bruno Mars and Israel Houghton show. Bruno always seems to win. I don't know why. But anyway, outside of Locked Out of Heaven, Moonshine, and Treasure, I actually still think Doo-Wops and Hooligans is a better album than Unorthodox Jukebox. That's just my personal opinion. But anyway, I know people are going to probably crucify me for that too, but that's just my opinion. All right. I love you, Bruno. I think you're an amazing songwriter. You do amazing features. Any person that features you, you make an amazing chorus or song for. So you're a hit maker to the core. I don't know why you stayed behind the scenes for so long, but I'm glad you came up front. Sometimes that's the way it works. Sometimes you wait, you work your way behind the scenes, and when your time comes and you think you're ready, you go for it. Just like Justin, we never knew that he would jump out of NSYNC and come up with the stuff that he's come up with. So, All right, so that's one up to Team Mainstream. Love me tender, love me sweet, never. Let me go You have made my life complete And I love you so Love me tender Love me true All my dreams fulfilled For my darling, I love you And I always will Love me tender, love me long Take me to your heart For it's death that I And we'll never part Love me tender Love me true All my dreams fulfilled For my darling I love you And I Love me tender, love me dear Tell me you are mine I'll be yours through all the years Till the end of time Love me tender Love me true, all my dreams fulfilled For my darling, I love you And I always will Another song I'd love to dedicate to my wife, Love Me Tender by Elvis Presley Up against who I consider the king of Christian pop Carmen with the river. Here we go. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you've been. 
doesn't matter what the scar, it doesn't matter what the sin, it doesn't matter how you fell. Somewhere along the way, there is healing for your life today. There's a river that flows from the fountain of God, and it heals everything along. The way I have tasted and know that for every broken heart there is healing in Jesus' name. He looks beyond how far you've gone. He looks beyond when you were hurt. He looks beyond who stole your song. He looks beyond what made it worse. He looks beyond what others failed to reach out to you and say, "There's healing for your life today." 'Cause there's a river that flows from the fountain of God, and it heals everything along. I have tasted and know that for every broken heart, there is healing in Jesus' name. It's a river that loves. It's a river that lives. It's the river of life, living water. From the stomach of Christina, and a baby's coming soon. In Jesus' name. Anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right,、uh, I wouldn't say a river flowing from the vagina because that'll make the show R-rated. Okay. <laughs> the river by Carmen up against Love Me Tender by Elvis Presley. The river is one of my all-time favorite ballads from Carmen. I know it does have that more '80s ballad type of tone to it, so comparing it to Elvis might sound like a gamble. But in my opinion, they're two kings of rock and pop that I feel like should have definitely get the attention they deserve. They have because Carmen used to sell out—I mean, stadiums—and I mean like stadiums packed full of people who loved his diverse gospel music. If it wasn't for him, Toby Mac, DC Talk.
Rock and Newsboys and a couple others, I don't think Christian music would be where it is today. So major applause to Carmen. Love Me Tender is like a Hawaiian campfire vibe. Um, you could just picture Elvis sitting by the campfire with like a little um, ukulele or a guitar or something and just singing that mellow campfire song and the girl gazing into his eyes and then they having a, a kiss afterwards. So yeah, I, w- I would definitely do that with Christina probably. No, I'm just joking. Anyway, just so I don't make Debbie any more jealous, I'm going to give my vote. And I will say, Love Me Tender is a timeless melody. Albeit, it's funny, it's a super short song, but I felt like it would have been even more exciting had he kept it down to one minute instead of two minutes. Different or weird comment for me. But the river, I think, is, oh my god. Excellent melody, excellent build. The bridge guitar is awesome. Only because I think the melody is a tad bit stronger. Take out the music, everything, because just leave the melody alone. If you were just to play of that on just a guitar, just a piano, I'm going to give it to the river. Yeah, you practically said everything that I wanted to say. So I'm just going to say I agree with you. The river awesome. is my boat. Team Kingdom gets another win on this one, which means they are up 3-1 now in the contest. Let's see what happens in the final two rounds. Go Team Kingdom so far. Final two rounds, here we go. We're going to start with Legendary Mission. This was a feature on Carmen's record, which was the intro to the Mission 316 track. But it's actually not sung by Carmen. It's sung by Tony Orlando, accompanied by some amazing backup singers. Here we go. Legendary Mission. Bible version of John 3:16 done so excellent in acapella up against Sherry by Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons Come, come. 
absolutely loved when my wife christina came out with that red dress on at our reception that was sherry by frankie valley in the four seasons my all-time favorite pop song from back in the day and oh my goodness one of the most timeless songs ever written in that time period in my personal opinion and i don't think anyone will ever touch the soprano falsetto vocals of the Bee Gees and frankie valley if you think justin timberlake or even michael jackson or even some of the other singers can hit high notes today go back and listen to frankie valley and listen to the Bee Gees. then you'll know what high notes for a man sounds like i love that new version of john 316 done by tony orlando so effortlessly title legendary mission because that's the mission we have to get that gospel message out there but to be honest as soon as sherry comes on I completely forgot the good feeling I had with Legendary Mission. Like, Sherry is like, it explodes into your ears, and you want to sing along to it from the first note. So for just, like, slapping me in the face with such an amazing tune, I have to give it to Sherry. What about you, Debbie? For me, I think it's a positive tie. Ooh. Because... Yes, because Legendary Mission, like you said, it takes a Bible verse and makes something so amazing out of it. And the song, it is short, like it'll, it's only like, it's not even two minutes long, but it has such a powerful message. And the vocals and everybody that's involved in that song, it is absolutely breathtaking. But like you said, the minute Sherry came on, I kind of completely forgot about Legendary Mission. At the end, I was like, oh, I have to think about Legendary Mission. Like, <laughs> I think it's a positive tie because, like you said, Sherry, it is so amazing. Those high notes, that, that is just, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, like, you, it's just so beautiful. And I was, like, bobbing my, bobbing my head, like, with them. I was like, yeah, Sherry, go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's a positive tie. I can't decide. 
If we were going for harmony in the vocals alone, I'll give it a positive tie. But if we're going for more variety and a slap-in-your-face melody, even the mix of yeah. of super high soprano and super low bass tenor with that "Why don't you come out?" That's why I gave it to Sherry. But if one vo vote and there's one tie, that means my vote overrules. So sorry, Debbie, to slap you in the face, but I have to give it to Sherry. So that is a team mainstream win, which means the score now is three two which makes the final round all that more interesting. I'm praying Debbie is not biased on this round because this is the moment she's been waiting for, but let's see what happens. The one who stepped out of 1D, Zayn Malik with Pillow Talk. So we'll be something 
Alright, that was Pillow Talk by Zane, and that's going up against When I Ride by Canton Jones. Man, I just get my music, you know what I'm saying? Get in my car, fill up my tank. <laughs> Turn the music up real loud, and I start to worship and go crazy. Yeah. 
top back, pull the top back, pull the top back. When I Ride by Canton Jones up against Pillow Talk by Zayn Malik. If we were in the same room, we were definitely having a karaoke battle because I sang every word to When I Ride while Debbie sang every word to Pillow Talk. But I gotta say this. Pillow Talk did not make sense the first time I heard it, but the second time I heard it, I said, okay, now it makes sense. It almost sounded like a white Chris Brown track to me, which I find Justin Bieber sounds like a white Chris Brown a lot too, but... He's not even white though. <laughs> Zayn Malik, he's Pakistani, like half Pakistani. That's right. Any person with a Middle Eastern mix and a white mix makes for a sexy, sexy look. So I expect to have very sexy babies. And of course, the, the surname Malik gives it away for those of y'all who don't know. But... Um, it's not Malik. It's so funny because everyone keeps saying it's like Malik. It's actually pronounced Malik. 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 Sorry. Yeah, not sorry. Malik. It's so like that is so typical white people. So darn slap in the face corrected by a diehard fan here. So please forgive me. Anyway, <laughs> Zayn Malik. Zayn Malik. And that's probably why they didn't put Malik in the album name because everyone's going to mispronounce it. So just say Zayn for Pete's exactly. sake. Okay, I don't think I have to say anything further about Pillow Talk. It already is superior production-wise and giving a three-dimensional, well, I'll say two-dimensional feel. And not really having a climax, but kind of having a just a bigger sound from beginning to end, albeit not as annoying in some parts. While When I Ride can get annoying to some and make sense to others because it's sort of one-dimensional tone-wise. It doesn't really switch up the melody in certain parts as Pillow Talk does. But Pillow Talk kind of keeps it not too out of dimension either. It's That's why I said it's more two-dimensional than three-dimensional. But When I Rise, more one-dimensional. However, I love the humor of, like, that is the best comedy R&B pop way to tell highway testimonies that i've ever heard <laughs> those stories stick with me every time and i get a laugh riot every time i listen to that song of how i never would have thought of telling highway testimonies the way that canton jones did in that song so i love that song to bits and pieces both of these songs i did not really like at first but they both grew on me over time now as far as personally to be honest i still might pick when i ride over pillow talk but if we're talking quality, I would pick Pillow Talk. So I hope this is not a biased vote, but I'm going to have to go a positive tie. What about you, Debbie? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying not to be biased. But for me personally, I found when I ride, like when it started, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm getting into this. Yeah, not bad and everything. But that's all it was. Like, I got annoyed. Like you said, either you get annoyed or you don't get annoyed with it. And for me personally, I got annoyed with it. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it. <laughs> you know, it just, like, at some point kind of got, not boring, I think boring is the wrong word, but it just didn't sound as appealing anymore. You have to be in the mood for it, because since it's one-dimensional, not two-dimensional like Pillow Talk, yeah. if you're not in the mood for it, two things work against it. The melody never changes, and the beat never changes. So it's like constant monotony through the whole song. So unless you're in the mood for that song, you're not going to like When I Ride, but go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to have to go with Pillow Talk, and here's why. Zayn's voice, I can't even tell. Like, his voice is so beautiful, yep. 
and so strong like it's strong but at the same time it's soft when he was in one direction like throughout their new albums like midnight memories and after that that's when they started to you know acknowledge zane's voice and his falsettos came like in you and i it was i think the first time that he really got to show off vocally you know and that's when the whole world was like whoa that dude can sing because he's so shy and reserved that you never really notice but i felt like when you and i was released that's when everyone went crazy because you were like what the heck like i did not see that one coming i feel like pillow talk it's his first single own music yep away from one direction and to have a song you said that the first time you heard it you didn't get it or that you didn't like it but i felt like the first time i heard the song it was different it was completely different than what i had expected him to do and the kind of music that i thought he was going to make it was completely different to that but at the same time it made me so curious and i was like okay you can't just listen to this song once so i kept listening to it and honestly i fell in love with this song and i still love this song and i feel like his vocals are amazing and yes the song doesn't have like one particular climax i feel like his chorus is like he has multiple climax and his chorus is always like the climax like when he starts the first sentence of his chorus like that's his climax and i absolutely love the song i love the melody i love his voice and so for me hands down it's pillow talk i'm gonna go out on a limb and say this i'm not a zane diehard fan in whatever shape or form but i think he might pull a new justin timberlake on the world of being the shy quiet one to step away from the boy band and then doing something completely unexpected that you would never see him doing. Zane, the least expected to be a star, even though he was a diehard crush of many girls, but he was the least expected to be a, uh, to be a star compared to Harry, of course. And the same thing with JT. Everyone expected the other guy, I'm not going to say his name because some people don't think he could sing, to be the superstar out of NSYNC. And no, JT hid in the background, waited until it was his time, and he pulled an amazing thing. And he did music that NSYNC had never pulled off. I think there was like a black soul boy hidden in there because of the way he's gotten so much attention from black people even because of his music to be honest i think i'm gonna give a huge next big thing to zane i think that they are like there's so many artists out there christian artists that are being underrated like they have so much talent maybe even more talent than a lot of mainstream artists yes i just feel like they're all like all christian artists are put into one box like gospel music or christian music but if you listen closely their music sometimes like not sometimes like so many times it is so powerful it has a message which music's all about music is about a message it's about sharing your emotions your feelings and stuff like that and i feel like that's what christian artists do they there's a deep message emotions are displayed and stuff like that and there's so many mainstream artists that don't have that they have a topic they have stuff they sing about but i feel like there's no depth in there debbie shaheen all the way in germany over the phone she's been amazing presence last minute shout outs and we're saying goodbye and thank you for having me it has been a pleasure
Probably like my brothers. Yes. I want to give them a shout out. So all you friends of Debbie who are listening to the show, she hates you. She only loves her brothers. All right. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Take care. I'm joking. God bless. We're going to end the show with two selections from Canton Jones. They are holy, followed by worshiper. Enjoy. All right. So let me just well, stop here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fill my cup, dear Lord. Let it overflow. Feel this thirsting in my soul as we praise your name and we worship you. Cause you're holy, holy Light of the world, your love I can't measure You're greater than awesome, so holy you are Let us witness your power, unmerited grace I'm seeking your face, so holy you are Fill my cup, dear Lord Let it overflow, fill this thirst
so crazy. <laughs> Worshippers kept me sane. If every man was a dog, then it kept me trained. Allows me to smile in the midst of the pain. Then guard my umbrella in the midst of the rain. And so the coolest thing in the world to be is a man that's in love with the G-O-D. He, she, me, cool with the worship. You know me, brother. Wind band, left hand, pinky ring on the other eye. Worship in an elevator. Worship on a respirator. Worship in front of my haters. Candy worship now and later. Or in a pair of jeans. <laughs> and a button down in the suburbs, we can take it down. Just fuck here in love 